1: Good afternoon, everyone. Andy Jacob here with the .com Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. What a show today. I've been waiting to get our guest on the show for a number of weeks. I'm so excited because I have so many questions with what he's doing at his company, Local Factor Group. It sounds so interesting, and it's sort of a new way to help companies really dominate uh, in the advertising space, it's really interesting what Mr. Evan Ruchik has been able to put together. I have so many questions. People reach out to me at the Dot Com Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series show, and they say, "Hey, we love it when you bring experts on in digital advertising and people that understand the difference between you know doing it well and doing it great, and the people that really." haven't really caught up the curve, so to speak, with what's going on in the world today. So I brought Evan on the show to discuss this. He's a worldwide leader. Evan, thank you so much for coming on the dot-com magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight series today.
0: Andy, thanks so much for having me. I'm excited about this. I appreciate it.
1: You're welcome, Evan. So let's do like we always do on the show, which we've really become famous for, which is to pull the lens back to 30,000 feet. And tell the viewers what Local Factor Group is all about.
0: Happy to. So, um, you know, you, you have all these, these companies out here in the advertising space in particular that are trying to be everything to everyone. Um, no specialty, just, you know, the jack of all trades type, type businesses. And, uh, and what we're doing at Local Factor is we're trying to solve a very specific set of challenges that we've identified or I've, I've identified over the last, you know, 15 years of my career um, and and namely, we are working with brands and businesses to help them understand and help them activate and maximize the value of local OTT advertising, uh, OTT being over-the-top advertising, so streaming video, essentially. Um, and uh, if you're a brand and you have markets or geos or specific audiences that matter to you on a local level, um, we can simply activate for you and find and create more value. Or if you're a national advertiser and a national brand, um, you might not have thought about it, but there are going to be pockets of inventory or, excuse me, pockets of of the country uh, that uh, that matter more to you that are actually the ones that are driving your business. So we'll help you find those specific markets too. Um, And that's what we're doing. We're just trying to maximize the value of local media for, uh, for brands and businesses across the country.
1: I love it so much, Evan, and it makes all the sense in the world because oftentimes we talk about going Mm hyper-local. And sometimes, you know, companies are so interested in going expansive, but we find uh, through the people we speak with, the experts in the field, that oftentimes it makes sense to start looking at the local markets and start looking at the data to be able to increase your ROI in the local markets. And that's one of the things at Local Factor Group that you've really, really honed in on and it makes just so much sense in the world. So let's just talk about it a little bit, Uh, Evan. What types of companies would reach out to Local Factor Group? Do you have small to mid-sized companies, enterprise companies? Who's interested in getting into those local markets with those streaming videos that you're talking about?
0: Yeah, what what I've noticed so far is that this challenge or these challenges impact all different types of brands and businesses across the spectrum. You have I've got some Fortune 500 clients, some Fortune 50 clients that I work with, um, and then also I have the the local plumber around the corner, right? That wants to have a much tighter radius around their their storefront because they don't want to travel more than five miles uh, to go to go service someone's kitchen, right? So it really the types of businesses that we work with aren't specific in terms of size and scope of their budgets, their marketing budgets. It's those that have that specific need or are under or now have seen that there's a challenge uh, for them to overcome and that there's a new opportunity uh, of new inventory and new ways to reach the consumer. Something like, you know, I just have to put the stat out there, something like 70% of American households have a smart device in their home now, which means you can reach 70%, up to 70% of the country um, by working with Ott inventory so for and the addressability is magnificent so with any brand who's looking to activate and target and um, create more value for themselves in a new in a new inventory source this is a great opportunity for them
1: I love it Evan it makes all the sense in the world we're going to talk about the the smaller guy just in a minute because you mentioned the local plumber but let's talk about this inventory and let's get mm-hmm. into that a little bit uh, let's talk about sort of how you understand that inventory and what that means to both the small and medium-sized business. What's that inventory about? How do you buy it? And what's the platform like at Local Factor Group?
0: Sure. So, so, we built a platform um, based on some really unique technology uh, that allows us to access essentially any OTT inventory across um, across the country and, and Canada with, with Europe on the way. You know, we're working uh, piece by piece to really be experts in what we're what we're doing, um, and uh, and we're we're connected to the major major inventory outlets that allows us to access via our single our single access point or single platform, where a a buyer or a marketer or a business owner will work with me or my team and tell us exactly um, who or how or what they're trying to achieve. Right? Who do you want to reach? Uh, what are your targets? What is your who's your audience? And uh, where does your audience live? If you know, or you don't know, we can help you discover. Um, and what are you trying to accomplish? And based on those different criteria that, or we call them factors, local factor, based on those different factors uh, that were given by our our clients or prospective clients, we'll put together a, a plan that includes um, different privacy compliant data sets, inventory selection, inventory sources, um, and uh And a optimization program that will ultimately, that's ultimately designed to to achieve their KPI. Now, the area that we find is the most interesting, especially when we're working with, with national brands or even, even those more localized, those localized brands I was referring to or businesses I was referring to is that those responsible for media buying are very familiar with national platforms like you know, like Hulu or whoever else, everyone knows Hulu because everyone interacts with it in some capacity. Uh, People know CNN or Fox News or whatever else, all these national, these national outlets. but these big, larger outlets, don't, from an inventory perspective, don't always resonate so well on a local level. right? Somebody watching the same channel or same show in New York, Connecticut, or LA, or Fayetteville, Arkansas, are all looking and understanding things a little bit differently from their, their lens. Um, so we, we make it a point to not only work with those types of inventory sources, but to find the local inventory source that is community-focused, that resonates specifically with that particular person in those markets. Uh, in order to to um, to to be more relevant to the people that they want to go after, and it's an undervalued it's an undervalued asset, an undervalued inventory source, and we've been able to find a lot of value for our customers that way.
1: I love it, Evan. It makes all of the sense in the world. It's such a great idea. Love what you're doing at local factor. So let's talk about sort of the small guy to start with, then we'll talk about the bigger company. So let's just use the plumber. He or she, you know, has a has a plumbing operation. And and so many times we hear these horror stories where they hire a marketing group and the marketing group is advertising in locations where the plumber's never gonna go. I mean, a plumber's Mm -hmm. not gonna drive two, three, four hours, you know, to go do a simple you know, job for for to, to, to fix a, a leak in a faucet, he needs or she needs to be like hyper local. So let's mm-hmm. talk about that because local factor group makes all the sense in the world. Localfactor.io makes all the sense in the world because for that smaller guy or gal who's the plumber in this just example we're using, they need to sort of stay local and they need mm-hmm. to resonate locally. Is that sort of the thinking behind the entire
0: campaign? It, 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 absolutely. And Two two things that you mentioned, right? They don't want to travel too far, and the reality is, with a local business like a like a plumbing business or any business, their community matters and their reputation matters. So they need to build a brand for themselves in the market because there's going to be other people that are doing something similar. In maybe there's some overlap of the of their um, G- geo radius, um, so they need to stand out amongst the crowd. And what these what these companies are doing today. What I understand they're doing today is they're out there buying leads from whoever will sell it to them, and it's a and they're selling. Those companies are selling the same leads to Joe the plumber and Jane the plumber and Peter the plumber, right? All in the same market, and and, and so whoever can make the call the fastest is most likely to get the opportunity, and not always. And that always, doesn't always happen. So. Um, for them to be able to stand out amongst their peer set and have an opportunity to create some sort of branding for themselves earlier on gives them that leg up from a credibility standpoint and more most le- you know more likely to get the phone call. Um, so pe- these types of companies will use our platform to deliver their video messaging, which will help them create if they don't have video assets, um, put their ads, put their face, put their business up on TV in a connected TV environment or on the the mobile phones or the tablets of their prospective consumers within a mile radius that they determine, I'm willing to travel five miles, I'm willing to travel 10 miles, I'm willing to travel 20 miles. You tell us, we customize it, um, and we'll put your video in front of people that are in your radius that are potentially in need of a plumber at that, you know, whenever they are, they'll call you. So that's that's the program that we put together for something on a very customized local level.
1: I love it, Evan. And What you've been able to do, which is so brilliant, and this is what you've become known for throughout your career, is taking something that, that to, to the general public, public appears very, very complex, but being able to put it into a very nice platform that's really easy to use and simplistic. And that's really the key because the plumber in this particular case they know about plumbing. They don't know about all the bells and whistles and marketing and all the things that the platform offers, but your platform makes it so easy for them to get in, to to, to work in a way that's meaningful, to see their ROI increase, to get their name brand out there in a local market. You and members of your team at Local Factor will help them all the way through. And that's really what I love about what you're doing, Evan. It makes all the sense in the world. Now, what about the plumber that comes and he says, listen, I love what I'm hearing. I want to dominate my local market. I want to be the first phone call. I know that there's peers of mine that uh, are out there, but I want to get that first call when somebody has a leak or a problem with their drain, but I don't have any video. I don't really have any video assets. How do you handle that for that customer?
0: Yeah. For those guys, we, and even for, this is not a, just a local business problem. Big marketers don't necessarily have video assets either, right? Or they don't have the tailored video assets ready to go. Um, So, while I don't do video editing in house, I do have a group of video partners uh, that I bring to the table. Local businesses that I would like to, you know, I want to make sure we're supporting small businesses like myself, startups, the same type of thing, other entrepreneurs, uh, where we can cross collaborate. And I would introduce them directly to these brands and to these to these companies. Right? It's not about me marking up their their editing or their video, whatever it might be. I'm bringing them to the table as partners as well. And, um, I've seen, I've seen all our companies are, excuse me, our clients leverage those leverage those relationships that, that I've built over time to help them and their business grow. And that's, that's very rewarding. Uh, and it goes both ways. They help, they bring me to the table and I'll bring them to the table too.
1: I love it, Evan. It makes all the sense in the world. Let's take mm-hmm. the other side of the sort of spectrum. Now we spoke about the smaller, you know, plumber who needs mm-hmm. to sort of dominate, The local market with the help of local factor, which you do so well Mm -hmm. with your expertise and background with advertisers and publishers, being able to leverage your contacts and your platform to to make a big difference in the smaller players' world and in their lives and in their company. Now, let's talk about the bigger players. The bigger players, maybe they say to themselves, you know, we have branding nationally, but there's these seven markets, let's say, that we really want to focus in on because we're seeing great returns from those seven markets. Your platform allows you and your team to help those enterprise customers as well. So let's talk about that.
0: Absolutely. So either they know the markets they want to run in or they don't know yet and we'll help them discover. Uh, Big brands have very similar challenges than any brand that exists and sometimes more because they have to deal with a lot of politics and whatever else internally um and uh, and i stand by what i said previously you know marketers and business owners but these big brand marketers have yet to really unlock the value of high quality localized inventory and especially in ott and so and those that historically own these OTT platforms like the Hulus of the world, they, they sell out quickly and then buying into them become very expensive or cost prohibitive um, or local players overcharge and overcomplicate things unnecessarily to create a dependency. So, so we're trying to simplify the process of launching and scaling these local OTT advertising plans um, for large brands or emerging brands and keeping those brands keeping those plans very focused on driving ROI and performing, right? And that allows us to create more value and ultimately allows us to scale uh, more quickly for the marketer. So, on these these big these big brands, when they come to us um, as an example, they're looking to reach very specific types of shoppers that in are in and around um, a Walmart store, right? And so, we'll create a radius around the Walmart store. It doesn't have to be their headquarters, but it's where they want people to to go or be within a specific proximity of. So, we'll add that as a geo factor, and then we'll use other. Data sources that either we've created, we've created our own unique identity solution called, excuse me, our own unique identifier called the local factor ID, which branches off uh, into a shopper ID, into a keyword ID for intent, uh, also a condition ID for healthcare, right? All different privacy compliant ways to identify a specific type of consumer you want to reach. Layer those factors in with the, I'll say it, cheesy as it is, the local factor, the geo factor. Uh, and you have a really compelling campaign and a highly targeted and relevant campaign running that will ultimately catch the low hanging fruit for you as a brand and drive people to the store you want them to go to, or drive them to the uh, coffee shop you want them to go to, or to the auto dealership you want them to go to, or to any storefront you want them to go to.
1: Evan, I love it so much, and for the people watching the show and listening to the show on one of the podcast networks, whether it be iTunes or Spotify or Google or one of the other 20 podcast networks that the dot-com magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight series is on, you can see why I was so excited to get Evan on the show. He really is a leader. He's been doing this for so many years, and he understands advertising and publishing, and he really understands really how to let advertisers and publishers really you know leverage um, his proprietary data that the local factor group has to really deliver primo campaigns whether it's you know locally or in multiple locations because this is an antiquated ecosystem the way that I look at it and Evan's really changing the game for so many companies out there and so many more companies I'm sure in the near future now, Evan, this is super interesting. So you help the, the enterprise companies, you help the local companies, mm-hmm. you help so many companies with this sort of platform that you've been able to solve a very big problem, which is you know people just can't get to this this OTT sort of ecosystem that you call it, and it's really really brilliant what you've been able to do and a lot of this comes from your background and experience. And what I wanna do, Evan, is I wanna turn our conversation a little bit to entrepreneurship right now, because something when we were doing research on you that came across our desk that we really liked was the foundation that you're involved with, the Evan and Kaylee Rutchick Foundation. And I know that you love to give back it's mm-hmm. really in your sort of DNA to give back to younger entrepreneurs, to become a mentor, to do things, to help others. Maybe you could just touch on the foundation a little bit, because I think that really gives a glimpse into the type of um, the type of thinking that you have, not only uh, with the foundation, but people that like to give back to other entrepreneurs. They, they always make the best entrepreneurs. They always make the best leaders. They always make the best CEO and founders because it's that type of giving that you need to give with to your customers as well.
0: Absolutely. So, um, I appreciate you bringing that up. You know, we just on a personal level, I've, I've always, and my wife also, we've always been involved in charity, philanthropy, and giving back to the community. Um, and, uh, and part of the reason why local factor was created was because I wanted to help companies. first of all, I wanted to create my own business. That's one one thing. I wanted to create jobs, which I find very um, very rewarding. And the local component to it is I wanted to give back to the local communities as part of, uh, part of the business once we start making a profit and growing and, and things like this. And um, in that conversation, you know, my wife and I have always talked about starting our own charity, our own foundation, and uh, and we weren't sure what it should be about. We had all these ideas of the last you know ten plus years of of our our lives together, and uh, and ultimately we settled on something simply named Evan the Evan and Kaylee Rutschik Foundation. Um, but the focus, to your point, is on um, is on entrepreneurship. You know, we we really believe that entrepreneurship um is a is a way for um for underrepresented or even just younger people to make a name for themselves make a living for themselves create stability for themselves create jobs for their community um impact their community in a whole nother way if you open a company in a location and uh and can grow it and can hire people and things to that nature it, it just really it just really changes the game and and entrepreneurship makes the world go around that's what america's founded on anyways right so um, so, with with my experience in launching businesses, my wife actually has launched her own business. Uh, she's very focused on mental health uh, as well. So, um, we have a few different ways that people can get involved in the foundation. You can either donate time or you can donate money. We have grants that people can apply for. Uh, if you're If you're doing well with your grades in high school and you have an idea for a business, we're willing to uh, vet your application and potentially reward you with up to $5,000 to to start that business um, or pay for your education in in higher education uh, or go towards your higher education, not the entire thing, obviously. Um, Or if you have a business plan that you are looking for funding, or if you have a internal business program that focuses on your employees' mental health uh, and physical health, Um, We want to hear about it. And those are the kinds of things that we are, um, we're supporting. I know from my experience um, that uh, it's difficult to start your own business. This has not been easy. It's been a challenge and continues to be a challenge. Um, But oftentimes all it takes is a little bit of extra money and also a person who has done it before to support you and share their experiences with you and someone that you can bounce ideas off of. So um, if we can be that for someone, just one person, then we want to, and we want to see that person flourish.
1: Evan, I love it so much. It's really tremendous. It just makes all the sense in the world. I mean, this is really incredible. We need more entrepreneurs Doing what you're doing, you believe in paying it forward. You believe in giving back. You and your wife started this foundation, and wow, what a wonderful opportunity for people to reach out to you and and uh, and and share their ideas and their their passion and their 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 uh, their dreams with you. And then you know to have you and your wife determine through the foundation whether you want to help them out is really remarkable. And my hat's off to you. We need more people like this in the world giving back to the young entrepreneurs because as you know, Evan, you know, we believe at the, you know, at the show that entrepreneurship and entrepreneurs really makes the world go round without Absolutely. entrepreneurs like you and I, you know, the, the world comes to a standstill. It's really awesome, Evan. So, congratulations. Well, you know, what you're doing at Local Factor Group is just incredible. Again, it's a wonderful platform. You're using the OTT, you know, ecosystem to, to help so many companies, whether they're an enterprise company, a unique 5,000 or a, or a Fortune 100 company Mm -hmm. as well, as well as the smaller people, you know, the the local people, we use the plumber idea, but it could be a gardener, it could be a doctor, it could Mm -hmm. be an attorney, it could be anybody that really wants to sort of understand and dominate their local market. And, you know, you call it the local factor. And it makes all the sense in the world because those smaller companies to midsize companies, they really need to focus in and have someone and a platform with expertise like you at local factor to look to focus in on the local market. It just makes all the sense in the world. Now, Evan, I want to turn the conversation to entrepreneurship because you've had many C-level executive jobs throughout your lifetime. You've been involved with so many amazing companies you've led from the front through your entire career. And we have some entrepreneurs that, you know, are in, uh, a phase maybe of a startup phase that mm-hmm. maybe i've never seen it before like you have and maybe they're facing a tough time maybe they're mm-hmm. facing a challenge maybe they're hitting a roadblock maybe they're hitting a pothole and they don't know what to do you know because they haven't seen it before they haven't been there before and you and i as you know entrepreneurs we know that as an entrepreneur, you see those all the time. And if you're not hitting roadblocks, you're not pushing hard enough. Mm-hmm. So for the younger entrepreneurs watching the show, Evan, maybe you could give them some, some input and some, some ideas on what it takes and what they need to think about from a mental aspect to get through those potholes in the road when they face them.
0: Oof, I need some help with this one too. Uh, Cause like you said, it's, it's constant. Um, you're always going to face headwinds if it was easy, everyone would do it. That's just the simple adage that everyone knows. Um, you know, I would say that the some of the best advice I got um, in in starting this business, or even in launching the other businesses that I had done in the past, um, is uh, have a strong support system. Right, so f- surround yourself with people who who love and respect and. Um, and are willing to tell you the truth. You know, love and respect isn't just yes, yes, yes. It's it's the hard truths, right? And so, and so have a really strong support system. Uh, and uh, part of the reason we do the foundation is to add that to people's, rep- so people have uh, have access to that uh, that didn't before. But um, so have have a strong support system, and and also also trust yourself. You know, there, there's a reason why you started this business in the first place, right? There's a challenge that you're trying to solve. You recognize that challenge. You you believed in it enough to quit your job or put some money into it or whatever you're doing. So, so, so trust yourself and trust your instincts, um, and and know that the hard work will pay off. And the reality is that entrepreneurship is very difficult. Your business might not be the unicorn you wanted it to be, or it might not even it might not be might have been too early. You know that's possible, or just maybe you were too late. Anything could have happened. But um, over that time period of you just. Putting, you know, putting your effort out there and putting yourself out there and, and trying to, to build something different and unique, you will learn a lot uh, and you will learn a lot about yourself, a lot, a lot about the people that love you, support you, et cetera. Um, and maybe you'll learn what needs to happen next, right? So nothing is for not. Whatever you are doing uh, will teach you something that will help you do something bigger in the future, if not in this exact moment. So um, that's my advice.
1: I love it, Evan. It really is great advice to surround yourself with people that not only agree with you all the time. As a matter of fact, you want to surround yourself with people that don't agree with you.
0: Yeah, you want want the no. Exactly. You want the no.
1: You want the no because you can't get better unless you have talented people telling you no or disagreeing with you. Now, obviously, if you're a founder or CEO, you have to take all of the different opinions of the people you trust and incorporate them into Mm -hmm. your body and soul and your mind to be able to make a great decision, but if all you hear is yes, 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 you've got a major problem. A perfect example uh, in my life was recently someone told me something that really helped me out with the dot com magazine entrepreneur spotlight series, and mm-hmm. it was something I didn't think about, and most people wouldn't have told me it. But this particular person that I really trusted told me, and I had an aha moment, and that's mm-hmm. very, very important, Evan. Incredibly Thank you for valuable. Me. Yeah, incredibly valuable. Thank you so much for bringing that up. It's really, really interesting. So um, I think we've hit on it. But I, but while I've got you on the on the call and on mm-hmm. the interview, you know, I'm, I was so excited to get you on the show. I had so many questions. And I know I'm holding you over. I know you're building out local factor, and there's so many you know organizations that that are contacting you now. Mm-hmm. But what I want to do, Evan, I'd like to talk just a little bit. And again, thank you for staying over, and I do appreciate sure. your time very much. And I and, and I know that by staying over, this will give back to many entrepreneurs watching the show. And and uh, thank you on their behalf for 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 staying over time. But w- while I have you on the show, Evan, I wanted to ask you about this commitment that you have to your customers. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, when I was doing you know the research on you, and I was. You know, looking at what you're doing at Local Factor and and talking to some people about what you're doing, the thing that really shines through, Evan, is that you've got this very important view about your clients and you really put them at the forefront of everything you do. You know, when when we talk about uh, what you're doing for your clients, for your customers, every single thing you do with your platform and the way that you approach your business really puts the client at the forefront. You put them at the pinnacle. I mean, you know, it's the most important thing at the business. Yes, you've got a great technological platform. Yes, you know, you know, the OTT market left and right. And, you know, yes, you provide proprietary data stats to deliver great campaigns. And you understand about publishing and advertising like nobody else. But when we talk about it, it's always about the customer. You always talk about that customer. Where did that come from from, from from you? Where did that come from? Did that come from a past experience or was it something just innate in you growing up that it was always about servicing your clients
0: That's a great question. I mean I would say it has to have been ingrained in me from all of the previous companies that I've worked for um one of the first companies I worked for was a mid-sized boutique ad agency who carved out a new market of clients that were underserved by the big agencies. And so immediately on day one of my advertising career, I had the sense that clients mattered because clients deserve service, right? So I literally worked for a company that was designed to provide service to companies that were not getting the proper service they wanted. So I, I saw that at an early age. Also, my first experience professional, you know, big time professionally at a in a real job professionally as an entrepreneur. I, I had all kinds of lemonade stands when I was younger. Um, but uh, I got a sense there. And every other company following, I was early on to the to the business, you know, my the next company I worked for, I was the second salesperson. So every deal that we brought in, every contractor IO really impacted the company. And we wanted, we knew that we had to hold on to these clients, um, and, uh, and respect them and treat them well, provide over service to them, you know, the white glove service to them so that they knew when working with a brand or a company like the companies that I worked for, and now like local factor, um, that they were going to get extra value from the people that, from the salesperson, from the account manager person, and from myself as the CEO, I will be involved in your client, in your business. Um, and, uh, you know, to compete against some of the big companies out there, you have to differentiate yourselves and we'll differentiate on price. Okay. But that's not where we always want to go to. We want to make sure that you're getting the most value. So, uh, and the most value comes from expertise and our hands-on approach and our strategic conversations and everything that we put to the table. um, Hopefully, hopefully demonstrates that. So um, the clients that, that I like to work with, are ones that are open and they're communicative, and they uh, they like the idea of a partner. Um, you know, digital generally is still an unknown, especially the OTT space. Uh, so I like to work with brands and businesses that are performance focused. They like to understand the opportunity of OTT. How it can create new customers for themselves? Um, they respect consumers, so they're respecting consumer data. Um, and uh, and how does OTT impact their entire business? So those that kind of open their hood and let us in as consultants and experts in this field, um, have seen the most value from us and we, we grow together. So I love my clients. I love my future clients. I'm excited to have more clients. Um, and, uh, and that's, I think where, where it all comes from.
1: I love it, Evan. It makes all the sense in the world. It all starts with the client, you know, uh-huh. It really does. As you know, we talk to so many technologists and so many people throughout the world who are leaders in their field. And the one thing that always resonates is they always put the client first. While they might have a great platform or technology or Mm -hmm. an offering, if they're not thinking about that client and how it powerfully and positively impacts their client, they really get to a dead end because the clients have to come first. And that's the way in which you've built your reputation and really have been able to build local factor and are going to continue to build it with this sort of background and experience and love of clients, of course, as evidenced by the foundation that you've mm-hmm. built that we've spoken about and the platform that you've built. So, Evan, I wanted to thank you so much for coming on the show today. I can, mean, can, I make been- two, can I make
0: two more points before we, before we wrap up? Is that okay with you? Please,
1: absolutely. Yeah. I, I didn't so, want to take more of your time, but please, I no, want th- you to. This, yes.
0: this one's important. I, I have to mention it. So, um, Beside, you know of course uh, clients are are near and dear to my heart, but I also want to mention how important the people are of my company and and that work that work with me uh, and in trying to um, establish an, you know a challenge that I saw over time and an exciting thing that would occur at these businesses was that every company you started up with could potentially be this unicorn this billion dollar thing right and um, and while I would love local factor to grow at that pace, I also Actually, I'm not so sure if I would love it, to be completely honest. I, I love the idea of, of building a business that is um, that is mindful of what we can and cannot do and doesn't create over promises. And so people that join the company are are part of our um, profit sharing experience. So we actually reward our employees, not on a future potential, maybe could be, it's a, as we grow as a company, you also get rewarded. So, um, and, and, I, and I know that I would never be successful in my career if it weren't for the people again that support me outside of the companies, but the people at the companies that I work with and that I hire and that believe in my vision and uh, share their vision with me to course correct my vision when necessary, and uh, and and help help to build these companies from the ground up. It's it's a real. Um, it's a pleasure to work with, with, with you all. So I just had to make sure I mentioned that because I wouldn't be where I am without them. And as we continue to grow Local Factor, anyone who joins the business, I'm excited to, to have them participate in our success as well.
1: I love it, Evan. Wow. You know, that's really awesome. And, and pardon me for not asking about that. And I, I'm glad you brought it up because, you know, corporate culture always starts at the top. Mm-hmm. and what you're saying is so important with your team and the way in which you give back to the team and the way in which you you acknowledge the team, and obviously all great entrepreneurs have to have a great team behind them, whether it's you know people that work within the team or outside mentors and or advisors, so that's really great, and Evan, I think what I'd like to do You know, maybe we're going to bring you back on the show and we're just going to spend the entire half hour talking about corporate culture, Mm -hmm. how to treat your team, how to make sure that you get the best from your team and the way in which you sort of set the precedent for the day with your team and the people you surround with, because that's a very valuable lesson especially for the younger entrepreneurs. So I'm going to invite you back. And for all the people watching the show, we'll send out a message when we're going to have Evan back on the show uh, as he's building local factors. So Evan, thank you for that. I wanted to thank you so much for cutting some of your time out today. We always love getting leaders in their particular field on the show. And mm-hmm. as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, you know, the people that watched it all the way through, they were going to get an education on sort of not only the The entrepreneurial mindset, but also sort of this technology platform that you put together for both the smaller guys and the enterprise Mm -hmm. customers with local factor to be able to use OTT in a powerful way with your expertise. So, Evan, I wanted to thank you so much for coming on the .com Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series today. I'm going to have you back on the show so we can talk about corporate culture and leading from the front. So, thanks so much for coming on the show. It was really great to have you.
0: Yeah, Andy, thanks so much. This was awesome. And, and hopefully it helps somebody out there and um, everyone feel free to reach out to me. I'm an open book. So thanks so much, Andy. I appreciate it.